Hey friends, good morning from Riverside Lutheran Bible Camp. It is good to be with you, well, kind of with you this weekend. Uh, wherever you're watching this, whether you're in the camper or you're at home or you're outside, wherever you might be, um, know that it's just really good to be with you and together. And boy, do I miss gathering and worship together with, with all of you. And um, what a strange time. But it's good to be with you. Uh, first, a couple things. This is not going to be a 45-minute sermon Rejoice! No. <laughs> this morning I want to do something a little different. I'm going to share a couple of thoughts from Scripture, and then I want to give you some time to reflect. And so if you could grab a pen and a piece of paper, if you have one handy, go ahead and grab that. Um, I just want to lead us through a little activity a little later. Um, but this morning I, I want to share those things, uh, share a couple thoughts from God's Word today, and give you some time to uh, remember and be with the Lord. So do that. As you grab those, it is Memorial Day weekend, and it's a weekend where we remember those who have laid down their lives uh, for us and for our freedoms that we enjoy. And the thing that always gets me every Memorial Day is the vastness of thinking about there are people that have put their lives on the line for me that don't even know me. And if you think about it, that's a really humbling place to be and a place that I am so grateful for those who have put themselves in harm's way, have served our country faithfully, and have paid the ultimate sacrifice. And so as we gather today, we remember. We remember those and we're thankful for the freedoms that we get to enjoy and the people that have put their lives in line for those freedoms. And I thought it was fitting that we would look at being called to remember this morning, looking at how God has called us to remember, how there's great power in remembering. And two things I want to look at this morning. First, when we're called to remember, we remember the goodness of God. We remember things that we're grateful for, the provision that God has given us. Remembering those things helps us position ourselves in a position of gratitude, in a posture of gratitude. And secondly, in the middle of life's storms, of life's trials that we remember, whether they're five years ago or 50 years ago, when we remember those, it gives us the opportunity to see God's hand in it and to experience healing and restoring as God's people. So those two things this morning. Uh, let's pray and then we'll dive into God's word. Lord, we give you thanks for this time to gather together in your name. Lord, we give you thanks for your presence with us by the power of your spirit. And we give you thanks for your word today. And Lord, we pray that you would speak to us clearly today. And as we remember the goodness of who you are and your promises, Lord, would um, they fall fresh upon open hearts and minds this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to begin by reading from Psalm 63. So you can grab your Bible if you got it out. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you, and my soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you, and your right hand upholds me. 
But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exalt, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. And our gospel reading for today comes from John, the 10th chapter. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. It's important to remember. It's important to remember. What memories are coming to your mind today? Oftentimes, when we have the opportunity to pause and reflect, there are times for us to take our minds to places in the past to remember. And I would say that um, we're kind of at a pause right now. Things have been stripped away from (laughs) our normal lives. Schedules have changed. Things that were normal are not normal anymore. I know I've talked with several people and some of the things that we're experiencing is we have more time with family than we've ever had before. We're eating meals at the dinner table more than we ever had before. We're learning how to be in school, in-home teachers. For some of you, some of you have said things really haven't changed a whole lot. I'm retired and we've been doing lots of projects around the house and we've still been able to go to Lowe's and and do the things that we usually do. But oftentimes when we pause, it brings about opportunities to remember and think and reflect. I love this passage in the Gospel of John and it has me thinking about this idea of a posture of gratitude. In John 10, we we hear that Jesus is the good shepherd and he lays down his life for the sheep. He says that he knows his sheep. I'm grateful for a God that knows me. I'm grateful that God knows every single hair on our heads. I'm grateful that that God's power is greater than any power authority in this world. I'm, I'm grateful for a good shepherd that has laid down his life for his sheep, that Jesus has laid down his life for me, that there's nothing I can do to be separated from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm grateful for the sacrifice of Jesus and his rising again, that it means that I, we can experience life abundantly and eternal life because of what God has done for us. There are so many things to be grateful for. Promises for you and me to experience. 
grateful that I have a good shepherd that protects me, that guards me, that has my best in mind, that lays down his life for me. Grateful for pasture. In and out and they find pasture. The assurance of God's provision that he will make a way when it seems like there is no way. In Psalm 23, it's also used the shepherd language. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I lack nothing. I'm grateful that God provides everything that I need. That I am in the care of someone else and that you are in the care of someone else. That even in the midst of life's storms of difficult circumstances, that we have a good shepherd who knows us, and who calls us by name, and says we are his. We belong to him. So many things to be grateful for. When we remember God's goodness, it puts us in this posture of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? Maybe it's something small or maybe it's something big. I've talked with many people that they're grateful that they still have a job. I've talked to some that they're grateful for the family time. I've talked to some that are grateful for the, um, the drive-bys and the honks and, and many of those things that have become new normals. Or we're grateful for this time to pause and not have busy lives where it seems like we're running from one end to the next. We're grateful for family, grateful for a home, grateful for food in our table. What are you grateful for today? As we remember, may may God help us be in this position of gratitude that we have so much to be grateful for. In Psalm 63, David is remembering and lamenting a difficult time when he is fleeing. First, he remembers in verse 2, I have looked upon you in your sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. He remembers this time of being gathered, gathered of time in the sanctuary. And then he's also remembering past worship, this past worship time. And he's in a place where he's not able to do that anymore. He's separated. Sound familiar? Anyone? Anyone yearning for that time to be gathered in Emmanuel's sanctuary and the sun coming in the stained glass and seeing our friends on the left and our right and hearing the voices of the choir and being gathered together and eating delicious desserts like Kringla. Man, I'm missing some good Kringla right now. I'm missing seeing people in the basement and kids running around and missing that time. Missing that time. As I'm sure many of you are as well. David ends with the confidence and hope of future worship My soul clings to you. My soul is united, held fast to you, Lord. Your right hand upholds me. That even when people have bad in mind, that even when storms come up, even when scenarios separate, the king shall rejoice in God. Reminded to rejoice, to be glad, to take delight in. I love David's posture here. He thirsts for God earnestly. He seeks after the Lord. He says, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you and I will bless you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. Friends, we don't have to be gathered together for this to be our posture. 
that in the middle of life's difficult times, earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips shall praise you and I will lift up my hands. I'm reminded of several memories of my past and lessons learned that aren't good ones. Difficult times, whether they were brought on by me or brought on by life circumstances. And those memories, when we remember back, sometimes memories can bring about shame and guilt. And boy, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Man, I wish I would never done that. When we remember and go there to those places with God, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is healing, there is restoring that can come when we bring God into those memories. Recently, I received a letter here at camp, and it was someone who was here at camp years ago. And they've been going through um, a sermon series at their church about this opportunity to confess and receive forgiveness of things of the past and of healing and restoring. And this person would have been here at camp years ago, like in the early 2000s. And with the note was a check. And the note said this. We've been going through the sermon series. And I remembered a time when I was at the camp store and I took pop and candy and maybe another item and I knew I didn't pay for it. And she was reminded of that from years and years ago. And the Lord placed that memory upon her heart and desired for her to receive forgiveness and healing and restoring to move forward. So she sent this note asking for grace and forgiveness and a check that was for a much larger amount than pop and candy. I had the great opportunity to call her up this past week and to offer her forgiveness and grace that not only comes from us here as a camp, but that comes from the Lord. Do you have a time on your mind that you're thinking through, man, I wish I would have handled that differently. And maybe it's been left unresolved and this is an opportunity to remember a difficult time. And maybe the Lord might be speaking to you today how he wants to work in the midst of it and how he wants to offer you grace and healing and restoring from that memory. What's God saying to you this morning? What memories from the past is God bringing to mind to you right now? And how might the Holy Spirit be calling you to experience and extend grace and healing? Those are two things I want to look at. I told you it wasn't going to be 45 minutes. And so uh, I want us to just enter into a time of reflection and remembering this morning. This is something that you can do every single day. Something to remember and write down what you're grateful for today. Reminding yourself of God's provision of the pasture that he provides, that he is our shepherd and we lack nothing. What are you grateful for today? And then also remembering where God has been with you in the middle of life's difficult moments or storms. Remembering that God is wanting to bring healing and peace 
and hope. How is God calling you to remember uh, that he's been with you in those difficult moments? Dear friends in Christ, God loves you. He is with you. May you remember that. May you remember the goodness of God. Even in the midst of life's fires, of life's storms, in times of joy, in times of celebration, would you remember and would it put you in a posture of gratitude and thankfulness? And would it also help you to remember and receive continued healing and restoring that only the Lord can bring? God bless you, friends. It's been good to be with you, and I hope to see you and be together and worship with you again real soon.